What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel coming to you with a week 17 edition of NFL Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Goes a long way for me on this video. Goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. Pretty decent little week last week uh, in the NFL streets. NBA has been just vicious here of late. You get closing on value, terrible things happen. You don't get closing line value, well, you're screwed anyway. It's just been one of those things where... Looking for a little run good, but we had in the NFL streets, Jonathan Taylor, the massive lock there, and New England ended up on that one pretty heavy as well, plus seven and a half. Wish I had just taken the money line and not been a coward and just trusted my gut. Basically sending Russell Wilson into retirement, or maybe we'll see what happens, see if another team gets a shot. I feel like Russ isn't that guy that's going to play on a, a league veteran minimum, but we'll find out uh, if he can. Joe Flacco. He's no Joe Flacco. It's wild to watch. Anywho, we've got week 17 here. I'm not going to cover the Saturday game, although it is incredible. I have two plays posted in the premium discords. If you want those, you can sign up for that down below. Again, 15 bucks for the week to get all of the OS tools in addition to being able to get into that premium discord and hang out. But yeah, two plays that I've got posted from that one. We are covering Sunday only here on this one. And well, it's a bit, it's a big slate. Again, Detroit and Dallas, the only game that isn't going to be going on there from that one. But yeah, I guess I'm done here. I got to just make sure that uh, we get to the plays here. A lot to get to. I know a lot of you don't want to hear me talk. How about uh, how about hearing me stall about my talking? I don't want to do that either. Producer Jacob, hi. Long day for us both here. Grinding from morning till night. Let's get ourselves the heck up out of here. Friday night coming to you for Sunday's edition of Lindy's Lean Six and Locks. Producer Jacob, let's get to the picks. Today begins... With nothing else other than the team that I'm very happy with here at the moment. New England plus 14. Plus 14 going into Buffalo for this 40 total. I'm a little bit skeptical about what my brain's thinking here. But it's actually not my brain doing it. Because on the surface, I would absolutely say, oh, well, Buffalo, 13. Yeah, I mean, or just stay away from this game in general. Because, you know, these massive double-digit dogs. Well, a little bit uncomfortable to be getting to. But... I've got one on the slate coming up a little bit later, but I'm leaning towards the Arizona one. But in the New England side of things, I'm leaning towards taking the points so much so that I fired it up here for a little bit of a score. I do think that you're you're seeing Ezekiel Elliott, the best version of him since the Cowboys days. I mean, this version of Ezekiel Elliott, put him in the Dallas offense right now. That's funny to think about, isn't it? Bailey Zappi making him confident. And maybe this is just like the glaring example of running backs don't matter nearly as much as we think they could do. They're, they're far more replaceable in the marketplace. Although again, Zeke made some really nice runs, really nice cuts. And got to say, I, I'm just impressed by what New England was able to do in Denver there. It was a sloppy, ugly game, but points were put up in that second half. No doubt about it. It was at least entertaining, if nothing else. As for the Buffalo side of things, it's not that I'm going out of my way to pick on them. It's just that I think 14 is a lot to be getting for a New England team that, you know, obviously one of the greatest coaches of all time here on, on one end of it. Like you can make the Tom Brady argument. You can make the Bill Belichick argument. But like at the end of the day, I think they're both pretty good. I don't think Belichick wants to get fired by Kraft here in the offseason. I don't think that that's something that he's exactly thrilled about. So I bet this New England team plays pretty motivated, pretty decent football. Do they have any kind of wide receiver core? No. But Demario Douglas is better than Juju Smith-Schuster. 
he's not as good as Kendrick Bourne, that's for sure. He's been the alpha when healthy. He's on the IR. He will not be playing football at any point again this season. Devontae Parker's pretty dust. And Jalen Rager did have one nice catch that I saw there in that game. Watched pretty much every second of that New England game, mainly because we ended up on it pretty heavy. But I think I'm just going to be keeping this one very, very light. It's not that I think Buffalo, a team that's treated us very well this season, goes into Kansas City, cashes that money line ticket. They lose to Jacksonville, which seems like forever ago, but we were happy for that one. That ended up panning out, but it's that New England's defense can do just enough to potentially keep this at 40 total. You start talking about NFL spreads, they're pretty damn efficient, except for these ones where the public money is going to come in on Buffalo because people love to bet them some favorites here. So... I'll take the two touchdown number here. You're pushing it a number of times as well, but New England plus 14 here. Maybe we can get that one point to go our way. Go ahead and lose by 13. That's just fine by me. Got a couple of wonky spots on this slate. I think this is one of them. Atlanta going up against Chicago. Talked about it last week. Chicago, Justin Fields, DJ Moore. Thought there's definite rapport there. You should just be chucking at your number one, but DJ Moore gets dinged up there. Dinged up with that ankle. Ends up returning, but really nothing to note. Just helpful to play Arizona and have a, a running quarterback in Justin Fields who could just do whatever he wanted to there. It's not going to change my impression of Justin Fields or this managerial side. The, the, the Chicago Bears are still very, very open. The, the, the jury is open on what's going to happen here with the quarterback in the future. These last two games, they'll leave a certain taste in their mouth in, in, in Chicago Bears fans' mouths here. I don't know why I'm talking about tastes and mouths but here we are i do think justin fields is better than you're probably looking at most of these quarterbacks in the draft unless you know somehow some way you can just i don't know chicago's got a number of cracks and obviously the carolina thing matters more because chicago they're going out and winning football games so yeah they have the two first rounders it's going to be fascinating to watch in the offseason but while the season is actually going on here atlanta Arthur Smith took a, a, a big jump forward and tried to save his job by switching to Taylor Heineke. And Heineke really showed out against Indy. Uh, looked good. 69.7% completion percentage. His best in four appearances so far this season. 229 yards through the air. Obviously, they had gone back to Desmond Ritter. But Taylor Heineke, you know what he's going to be. He's going to be game managerial to some type, even though days of yore in Washington, you think of Taylor Heineke as the guy who went out, won a playoff game, just went chucked it all over the lot. Before touchdowns to one pick here on the season, more game manager style, and all of these targets are not really deep targets by any means. The, ha, I mean, what, 6.9 yards per catch, uh, per reception there against Indy? That wasn't crazy by any means. And you have Drake London, you have Kyle Pitts, who actually have pulses. These are pretty efficient numbers that exist on them here as well. The one guy that I think you want to at least talk about, and obviously he's had a, a strange rookie season to say the least, but top 10 pick Bajan Robinson here, the guy that they spent a lot of equity on. The Chicago Bears defense has been really, really good at stopping the run. 80.7 yards per game. That is number one now in the NFL as other teams have started to regress outside of that number. But I am pretty damn positive, friends. Three and a half receptions is a little bit low. I just think we might be getting a little bit better than plus 129, which sounds wild to say. But again, think you're not going to be able to do anything you want to on the ground. So the Tyler Algier run into the back of the line of scrimmage or whatever else, I think these are going to turn into dump offs. And I think Bashan Robinson, if I can get a little bit better number, because this seems to be, well, it's actually a little bit better over at Caesars than it is everywhere else. Think you can actually dip your toes into the sand here, but I've got a lot of plays on these 14 games that we have on Sunday. So this goes on the outside looking in. It is positive expected value if you want to fire it up. Odd Chopper actually has a grading out with like a 2% expected ROI uh, right now as well. So 
Fire it to your card if you want to. It's not there for me yet, but it very well could be come Sunday. Oh, my boy. I'm so proud of you. Jonathan Taylor, even though they get completely blitzkrieged there in Atlanta, they get in the box. Jonathan Taylor, the lock, ends up coming through there very early in that football game. He did nothing the rest of the way, but he didn't need to, friends. But you're looking at another week of Jonathan Taylor having the entire backfield and Zach Moss going to be out for this one. That is a massive piece of news. As for Josh Jacobs, on Friday afternoon, practice report downgraded to doubtful. So he's going to be missing his third straight one. That means a healthy dose of Zamir White, which has been a healthy dose of goodness for them. 17 and 22 rushing attempts. That's 39 total rushing attempts here. And he's put up, well, carry the 170, 214 yards rushing. Not adding a lot there in terms of receiving three catches over the course of that span, but he is going to be on the field a metric ton. And hey, they just rode him straight into Kansas City's linebacker core over and over and over again. And they weren't able to do anything to slow him down there. That defensive line really not doing much. A 2014 victory there for Vegas. Uh, probably one of the more surprising results of the entire season. Thank God I wasn't on Kansas City. Uh, going to be gross. We're going to have to talk about them. That is actually the game that I have my lock from. The one lock that we have on this 14-gamer. Again, lots of really good spots, but only one that I think you want to be jamming on this slate. And yes, it will be a prop for all you people that want your outrights. Go ahead and you know, skip on through if you don't enjoy it. I don't care. A lot of you guys, pretty much every major book has props. And, and people who text me and say that they don't have access to props, that's, first of all, sad because there should be ma major access for everything. And if it has to be Pick'em, it has to be Pick'em. That's just fine. It's a beautiful way to go about playing and getting your fantasy or your betting exposure. But in this spot specifically, friends, I'm looking at Jonathan Taylor two plus touchdowns because he's going to play every single damn snap he possibly can. Indy has better than a 50% chance to make the playoffs according to NFL Next Gen stats. You've got to go through some of these motivations and what teams are playing for in Vegas. They're playing to develop. They do have a defense that can get after it, uh, you know, really put a pass rush on, but are they going to be able to slow down Jonathan Taylor in this much improved, much better performing offensive line, despite last week and what we saw there? We're not going to talk about it. I don't think they can. So you give me 20 touches here for Jonathan Taylor in any capacity. I will take my chances. Michael Pittman back should help the dynamic verticalness, verticalness of this offense. There we go. Just bullshitting my way through it. Jonathan Taylor, just a lean to score two touchdowns. Best available number plus 450 at Caesars, but I have in my notes. Please, God, go over 500, and I will fire this instantly. So be on the ready. Again, Jonathan Taylor there sitting minus 150 in this spot specifically. Supposed to Atlanta. I know Atlanta is generally good against the run, but thought there were going to be lots of opportunities there. I think we wait and see on this one. So don't bet this yet unless you see plus 500 next to it, in which case then alert me over on the Twitters.com at Eric Lindquist. Would love to join. Would also love if you guys checked out BetMGM simply because one, you're going to get a great deal. And one of the major important things you can do uh, to, in order to build and sustain your bankroll is taking advantage of all these promotions that sportsbooks have for you to join them. So that's $1,500 in bonus bets when you sign up at the link below. Yeah, up to $1,500, depending on how much you deposit. You get your first wager there. You're going to get it back in bonus bets. It's really great stuff. But secondly, secondly, Two months of Odd Shopper tools plus Discord access. That is ridiculous. That's $100 value. And yes, we have slashed the prices for Odd Shopper stuff across the board so that it's more accessible to more people. We want people using our tools. Then we want people talking to our analysts, myself included, Greg Ehrenberg, uh, uh, Zaya Suarez, so on and so forth. All the people you know and love here 
on the Odd Chopper channel, coming to you on one easy to find place there. It's called Discord, it's on your phone, it's on your desktop, wherever you would like. You can get my premium betting card every single Sunday through Friday, Saturday. It's not for the boys, Saturday is for the wife and the dog because they, that's what it is. Used to be for golf, those are good times. Anyway, check out BetMGM down at the link below, only for 21 and over. And if you have a gambling problem, please call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Back to the picks we go. The Los Angeles Rams, another team that I'm actually happy with. Again, there's been some really easy reads here in recent weeks. And I'm I'm of the mind that, you know, as you get closer to lock, it's Friday when I come to you with some of these videos. I'm generally trying to get exposure in the outright market on Monday or Tuesday. I'll, I'll have tickets that I'm really, really looking at being early to. This is not one of them because I thought we could get a better number as the week went along here because the Giants really outperformed a little bit towards the end of that football game with Tyrod Taylor stepping in for Tommy DeVito. No more of this, I, I would assume. I would assume. I don't know. I already like double-charged people or like jacked his rate up 2x. I mean, I understand taking advantage of fame and your, you know, your 10 minutes and things, but like, aren't you supposed to want to be like the guy that has a long-term contract rather than the guy who's doing like an appearance here and an appearance there and like really, really pushing the limits. You should just be sleeping, right? Like Tom Brady in his cryo chamber doing whatever back in the day. I don't think he was out at Italian joints at Tuesday and Wednesday night till infinity o'clock doing meet and greets. Although that's pretty cool when you think about it. Just now when you're double charging. Anywho, Tyrod Taylor, friends, comes in against Philadelphia. End up getting that cover there. I did not end up on that, so that's fine by me. But 33-25 there. Uh, high, sh high scoring affair, that's for sure. But Tyrod Taylor gets the start here. You're paying attention to Wandale Robinson, who's questionable entering this one. That actually matters because there seems to be Seems to be some interest in just having Wandale Robinson out there a ton. Trying to see if they actually have something there. Darius Slayton, uh, probably not going to be part of the long-term plans. Jalen Hyatt, Isaiah Hodgins, none of these other guys really have worked out thus far. And Darren Waller, what happened, bro? Where, what, what are we doing? Where are you? Just looking for him on the field last week. Really liked about the snap share would go up, and it did. But, you know, if you're going to run wind spritz, let's go hang out with Kelsey Plum. He's married to her, I believe. I, I think that's who it is. Anyway, we've got the Rams minus five and a half now. Half point is a big deal. And when you're talking about, this isn't necessarily your three and your seven, your, your seriously key numbers, but you give me the half through six. I'm going to take that here with the Rams side of things. You've got Nakua. You've got Cup. You've got a Rams team that's really starting to kick it into gear. And since uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, week 11 here, since they came off of that by Stafford was actually dinged up is what it was on the front end of it. Since he came back from injury, he's had the highest QBR in the league. Pretty wild. Pretty wild how good this man has been. 93 quarterback rating, 37, nearly 3,700 yards, 23 touchdowns to just nine picks. Like, this is a really good season here for Matt Stafford. A couple years removed from that Super Bowl, but the Nukua guy, he is very freaking good. And I'm just happy that we, on this program, week one, made him a lock and took the over of that receiving. And we got our season started off on the right foot. There are some rocky times in the middle of it, but we have righted the ship. At least we're positive. That is what matters here. But I am looking, friends, at the Rams here. Minus five and a half. This Giants defense shouldn't be able to do much against a Rams offensive unit that has really started to figure out how to move the ball. Oh, by the way, Kyron Williams, 
Could not love a man more. Saquon Barkley, please just take it easy on him. Please take it easy on him. Minus five and a half here. Tyrod Taylor also. Don't run all over the place. That'd be useful. Said this is another double digit one where I really want to take the dog. I really, really do, but I'm going to show caution. Arizona plus 12 and a half here going into Philly. And I've got another double digit one that's actually coming up. I've got three technically that I'm interested in. Only two that I've pulled the trigger on, and this is not one of them. But let's talk through it a little bit. Kyler Murray dinged up a little bit, but sounds like he's going to be good to go. It's really all been about James Conner and his his abilities when healthy. Now, he was out weeks six through nine, but since his return and then he kind of came back alongside Kyler Murray, I think that was intentional. He's been awesome, not just over the course of the season, averaging nearly five yards per carry, but last week, 67 yards through the air. He led the Arizona Cardinals in rushing and receiving. Pretty good asset there in James Conner there. You know where he'd look great right now? Pittsburgh. Oops. Again, maybe running backs do matter from time to time when they can do all of the things rather than having two guys who do like none of the things. Jalen Warren from time to time. Najee Harris was good at the beginning of the year. And nobody wanted to talk about that, but he's not good in general. Anywho, we are continuing our, our merry way here. Philadelphia, they need to get themselves some wins. Uh, getting the one seed, a little bit more realistic for everybody there. Like legitimately everybody, considering San Francisco just lost that dud. We'll talk about them here in a second as well. But they lost that dud at home to Baltimore on Christmas. Oh, that's a little coal in your stocking, that's for sure. But Jalen Hurts, friends. This tush push is getting out of control. Like it's it, it, it was out of control far, far, far long ago. I mean, this is just absurd, though. But 15 rushing touchdowns on the season now? 15? Makes you feel bad for DeAndre Swift every time he goes down on a one-yard line. An angel loses its wings. It's really sad. I don't know why I'm doing the Christmas analogies now. Again, it's almost New Year's. I'll say Happy New Year's later. But yeah, Philadelphia secondary is Garbaggio. But can Arizona take advantage of that with Malcolm Brown now on the IR for the rest of the season? A healthy dose of Michael Wilson and Greg Dorch, and yes, maybe even Purdue legend Rondale Moore coming down the pipeline there for Arizona. I'm a little bit skeptical, a little bit skeptical, but it is projecting out as my best play. So I got to at least give it to you as a lean plus 12 and a half here on the Arizona side. Uh, no totals. Really interesting card this week, considering I don't have a single anytime touchdown after last week, having three of them on the card. And then here, I don't believe there's a total on the card absolutely anywhere. So yeah, this is this is another one where it's on the fringe of playable, but again, 14 games, way better spots to get to. Let's continue on our merry way. I like this one, and this is an odd shopper special because, again, you can go up and sort by positive EV. You can basically take a look at what is available in your state, find the best lines for your state, and then you can take advantage of the best number. That is such an important component to sports betting, and not enough people care about it. So let me try to just tell you to care about it for one second. Why would you go to the grocery store and pay a buck fifty for something that you can pay a buck twenty-five in the exact same aisle? Because again, everything's on your phone. You should be able to get access to other things. And yeah, I know there's a lot of people who might not be in legal states and you're able to take, you know, you got to take the lines that you're given in certain spots. Or there's certain lotteries in states where they are just completely hemorrhaging you with juice. You've got to be comparing lines though, no matter where you're playing. You want to have access to multiple sports books. It is so damn important to being profitable at this long term because otherwise you're not going to get enough volume in to be able to, to turn over a massive profit. And then, well, it's just problematic. It just is problematic. But check this out. We got producer Jacob here on the other side. He's doing a phenomenal job pulling up everything here. Why not take a look over at Odd Shopper here as we're talking through some of this? Because I think 
that this is a phenomenal opportunity. He's in the great state of Nevada. And you are taking a look at Alvin Kamara, 30 and a half receiving yards. You simply go up to the top. You find yourself 30 and a half receiving yards for Mr. Alvin Kamara in your spot. Now, as he's looking that up here, it takes all of about 20 seconds to be able to pull it up here. Compare the odds across multiple books in your state. He doesn't have it available right now, that in Nevada. So we go to New Jersey or another arbitrary state. And yeah, this has been up to, bet up to 32 and a half from where I got it at 30 and a half. But this is still an extremely valuable play. A 1% expected value, a little bit different than the 3% that I got a little bit earlier, but I don't care. These are the kind of things that really give you an edge. And then you look at the side of the screen, the EVH, it tells you how long that bet has been at that specific number. It gives you the true odds, what that break even number is going to be on the specific wager. And then you're gonna get access to the best line because when you go down and you look at the sports book, you can see FanDuel Sportsbook. It shows up on the far right side of the screen. If you haven't signed up for it yet, you can take advantage of it there, or you can pull down the drop-down menu to see, huh, is there anything at minus 117 or better that I can take advantage of when I look at the books across the marketplace? Now, Fanatics has 30 and a half listed, the number I got it earlier. PointsBet has that as well earlier. Now, it will change based on what state you're in. It'll show a little bit different numbers, but again, that's the beauty of the tool. Take advantage of that, friends. Wanted to show you through an example how you can go about easily finding positive uh, positive EV bets just by using the tool. So Alvin Kamara, over 32 and a half receiving yards, something I'm interested in here. Obviously the Buccaneer side of things, beautiful, beautiful that you've seen Baker Mayfield play ridiculously well. And Mike Evans is out of control, has infinity yards, 1,163 and 13 tutties on the season. But guess what? This is the best play here currently on the board. Still like it at the, the, the number that you're getting here, 32 and a half or 30 and a half, depending on what state you're in. Take advantage, fire it up, thank me later. And hey, if you want to sign up for Odd Chopper, check this out. This is where you can sign up down below, friends. The OS Premium Tools, the Discord Insider Access, everything you know and love, not just the Positive EV tool that we just walked through very, very briefly there for a very low, again, that Positive EV, very small compared to some of the ones that exist on the top of the board. Don't want to give you all of the best plays here that exist on the Positive EV tool, but got to say, there's a lot more overs in the NFL streets than what you might expect coming into this uh, coming into this week, that's for sure. So uh, if you are somebody who likes to bet those overs, you're going to really like the top of the board here at Odd Shopper for week 17. But you sign up for that, you get the premium betting tools, the positive EV tool that we walked through, the, the Parlay Builder, which Aton walks through on this channel all the time. And then you also get these other beautiful things such as the Fantasy Optimizer, if you're in a non-legal state to check out uh, underdog prize picks, things of that sort. And then to top it all off, the arbitrage betting finder, the free tools, everything you can know and love over at Odd Shopper, all for the low price of $14.95 weekly, $49.95 monthly, but it gets even better. If you use, at the link below, promo code LINDY, L-I-N-D-Y, that's my name, Expert Picks, Discord, Premium Tools, get 20% off all of it when you sign up below. $12 would be what it becomes here for a week. And yeah, $42 there for the month of Odd Shopper Premium. Come hang out in the Discord. The water's warm. I'll see you guys there. Alrighty, y'all, back to the picks we go. The San Francisco Giants coming off a spanking. They were bad, bad spankings, even though I don't think you can do that in the year of our Lord 2023 anymore. I don't know. Times were different back when I was a kid. But San Francisco, minus 13 and a half. Washington, I was also a bad kid, so there's that. Washington here. Jacoby Brissett now questionable for this one. I'm reading the tea leaves here. Let's let's sit down. Let, let's have a little chat about week 17 in the NFL. 
if you believe that Ron Rivera is getting fired at the end of the season and they're just going to have him be like a like a pseudo coach for the next two weeks, like I believe, well, then you might think Jacoby Brissett just came down with like a fake injury, like a fake cough kind of a, like I I don't think Jacoby Brissett is actually hurt. What I think is that management came in and said, yo, we can't play the guy who's looked awesome at the tail end of both games the last two weeks. And you got to put Sack Howell, yep, Sam Howell back into the mix because we need to lose football games and get a better draft position because this season is lost. We suck. 49 and a half total is pretty large here too. 50 total, pretty large anywhere you're looking at these. But yeah, San Francisco, they should be 13 and a half point favorites here. And everybody want to freak out about Brock Purdy. You should freak out if you bet Brock Purdy to win the MVP like I did at, what, 15 to one earlier. And now, you know what I can do with that ticket? I can wipe my arse with it probably because that's not winning me any money unless Brock Purdy throws for five tutties here in this spot, which is live, but it's probably going to be a lot of yakety yak. Don't talk back with Debo Samuel yards after the catch. Brandon Ayuk is really good at the footballs. And of course, Christian McCaffrey dump offs that turn into like, oh, you're such a genius. Jimmy Garoppolo, you, <laughs> he rode the coattails of that for many, many a year. It is a successful thing, although... I will always have a soft spot in my heart for Jimmy Garoppolo beating Lambeau Field into oblivion there in the freezing cold, the freezing tundra of Lambeau Field. That was beautiful stuff. But as I look at the board for tomorrow, guess what? I'm firing up San Francisco. Well, it's not tomorrow. It's Sunday. San Francisco is going to absolutely bounce back with a fury here. Baltimore is phenomenal. They're a phenomenal football team. Did I probably undervalue them? Yes, but Aton Shander did not with his absolute schlacking that he ended up throwing out there. He was all over the Baltimore side of that one. Wish I were a smart kid from time to time, but hey, I'm not going to miss out on the hook here. San Francisco 13 and a half big number, but something tells me we could be seeing Sam Howell after all here as Jacoby Brissett. Very suspicious. Limited participant with a hamstring injury and questionable. What's he been doing that he would have a hamstring injury? He's played like two quarters. Sorry, my voice went... <clears throat> San Francisco minus 13 and a half. If you're a Carolina Panthers fan, if you are a Carolina Panthers fan, all three of you listening to me right now, how happy are you that Bryce Young went out and played a football game last week? You got you got to be pretty damn happy. Now you lost, which is again, something that you're not trying to do because you don't have your first round pick. So it doesn't really freaking matter to you, but it's good to see Bryce Young with a pulse. A 110 quarterback rating, 23 for 36, 312 yards through the air, added a little bit rushing. But one thing that's really weird to me, he's had a fumble in every single week since week 11. He hasn't lost all of those, but like got to work on a little bit of ball security. Maybe uh, walk around Pete Marjanovic style. Does anybody understand that reference? Pistol Pete used to go around with the basketball, just dribble around in his hometown. That's how he got to do all the Globetrotter shit. Pistol Pete must have been fun to watch back in the day. He was like basically Jason Williams before Jason Williams. Not the one that was bad, the the bad the good basketball one. The, the really good passer. Anyway, Carolina plus six here entering Jacksonville. This is a disturbing spot for sure. Disturbing. You got CJ Beathard starting here. What should have happened two weeks ago because Trevor Lawrence decided to try to play hurt. You know how that went? <laughs> Baltimore beat up on them. Tampa Bay beat up on them you had a really bad outing for trevor lawrence specifically against that tampa tampa bay team he himself four fumbles over the course lost three of those the last two weeks which is pretty wild to see as well yeah i'm looking at turnovers turnovers matter gotta win the turnover pass. Uh. 
just prefer to have the teams that aren't stupid with the football. That helps. But both of these teams are kind of stupid with the football. But you know what? Bryce Young, I was shocked to see this number. And I almost locked it, if not four. Just market-based approach and knowing that people are betting these numbers into certain spots and knowing that the market, so you're getting closer to Sunday, it's getting more efficient. Again, I'm getting to you on Friday, but I, I played this yesterday and I still think it's a decent enough number. I got in for what, two yards less it was. It was sitting at 166 and a half. It's at 168 and a half currently here on Bryce Young. Maybe there's some momentum that we can take from last week. I, I mainly take away that Green Bay was pitiful and disgusting, and Jair Alexander wanted to go out for a coin toss, and it is what it is, but then he got himself in trouble and knew it was coming, and now he's suspended for a game, which we'll talk about when we get to the Minnesota spot because it's such a weird thing, but I can't even tell you about it. But Bryce Young averaging not nearly this over the course of the season. Well, over this, 190.8. Jacksonville's defense, I don't trust them here. And then you've got some young receivers that are starting to emerge a little bit in Thielen. Uh, he's not young. Jonathan Mingo, that's who I was trying to say. DJ Chark, he's been around the block a couple of times. Does he have revenge in his heart against his former team? I don't know, but I'm willing to find out. Again, if you missed this number, it's okay, because CJ Beathard, probably healthier than that of one Trevor Lawrence. I'm just going to go to the Bryce Young passing allotment here. 168 and a half. I like it. Half unit. Next play. The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, what can possibly be said? The Baltimore Ravens just eviscerated destroyed, belittled Brock Purdy in the San Francisco 49ers, the team that was unbeatable. Even though the 49ers, I guess they had to play in a monsoon in Cleveland. That was one of those losses that was kind of meh. But either way, San Francisco friends, we know how good they are. We know that they're... Baltimore is just phenomenal too. Defensively put the clamps down. Pay very close attention. You do have the Zay Flowers piece, and that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. But what makes me more uncomfortable than anything is that these numbers have not moved at all. Three, three and a half, three, three and a half, three, three and a half. I, I mean, this is, you want to bet flipping coins? Have fun with it. Enjoy. I'm not in the business of that, although I do think it's one of those spots where, well, everybody wants to get on the Baltimore side at three and everybody wants to get on the Miami side at plus three and a half or everybody. I'm just saying that that seems to be the prevailing wisdom here. I just don't really know what else I would do besides betting Miami plus three and a half in this spot. You got Tyreek Hill, another week under his belt. Hopefully he can continue to get healthier, but no Jalen Waddle out there. You will have a team in Baltimore trying to key in on him, and they are phenomenal at stopping wide receiver ones this season. If you saw the numbers there on that NBC coverage, pretty wild. But, but I don't really want to do it. I don't really want to do anything other than watch, observe, and appreciate this football game. I just don't have a bet from it. I, I think both teams are very, very live to win it. Although, obviously, I'm taking the plus three and a half here. I'm just taking the points for a spot that should be competitive. I'm excited to see Harbaugh versus McDaniel. This is going to be an AFC matchup for years and years to come. You would expect Harbaugh is going to be there till the day he dies. He's just so damn good at coaching, especially in the preseason. Street came to a close this year. That used to be free money. Anyway, Miami plus three and a half. I'm just going to observe. Don't bet this game. Tennessee and Houston coming up here next. I'm going to get a move on here. I'm going to get a move on. C.J. Stroud back into the mix. Going to be playing football here, barring catastrophe off of the concussion. Uh, what is it? Not of the concussion injury report. That is not a real place, everybody. That's basically like never know. And oh, my mouse just died. Awesome. Get to go barefooted for the rest of this one. Barehanded. It's like I'm... Everybody remembers that. Keep your door open, Erica. Oh, no, I wasn't doing anything. 
lot of lucky ladies back in South Dakota. Anyway, we've got Tennessee. Will Levis going to be playing football here in this spot, it sounds like. So he's in line to start again, which is good because Ryan Tannehill sucks. He is very, very bad at the footballs relative to Will Levis, who, again, just looks super jacked out there playing football. That's an awkward segue. But anyway, CJ Stroud, friends, he's the guy who really matters here. Obviously, there's no Tank Dell. That's problematic. But Xavier Hutchinson playing a lot more snaps. Shout out to Iowa State, my guy. Uh, Robert Woods is completely dust. But Nico Collins and Noah Brown off of the injury report, healthy for the first time in a long time together. You add them to Dalton Schultz here, and I do expect CJ Stroud to at least be able to go chuck it around the lot a little bit. I do think Tennessee, Tennessee secondary still exploitable. I think you want to be on Nico Collins, 59 and a half receiving yards. It's minus 110 at bet 365. So if you have access in one of those states, and it's only available in, I believe, six states right now, it used to just be four. I was able to fire it up in Iowa. Those were good times. But Nico Collins, over 59 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at bet MGM. Hey, good stuff right behind me. That's a decent number as well. Fire it up, friends. Ah, uh, I don't want to fire this one up because it is so much better at a book. Again, should have fired this up at Bet365 before I left Iowa. I was going across the border from South Dakota to Iowa over the course of Christmas. Those were good times. My parents were confused. Well, no, they completely understood. But like, also, why are you ignoring your family? Shut up, Ma! Merry Christmas, though! Gotta go! Meatloaf! Fuck! Pittsburgh plus three and a half here going up against Seattle. And uh, yeah, this is a strange spot for sure. Pittsburgh, they're hot, they're cold, they're yes, they're no, they're up, they're down. Katy Perry song, you know the one. I think you might. Anyway, you're looking at Mason Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's no longer Christmas, so does this continue on? I don't know. But he started last week and they won by a lot. 34-11, completely bulldozed Cincinnati. It's almost like somebody called that one last Saturday, too. That was nice. Again, last week was nice, and especially in the outright market, really hit on just about everything there. Uh, that was useful. That was useful. Except for one spot. Saturday night. That was stupid. Saturday afternoon was nice. Thank you, Pittsburgh. Anywho, continuing on our merry way. DK Metcalf off the injury report now. Going to be playing football. They, at, least, at least on the injury report. They expect him to play. He's tending to stiffness in his lower back. Yada, yada, yada. Love the Pete Carroll BS. I just, I can't with that guy. I just can't. He's a damn dirty liar. A lot of coaches are damn dirty liars. But either way, Kenneth Walker Jr., Sounds like he's going to be good to go. Game time call, though. So just be on high alert. Could end up being Zach Charbonnet. I'll take a Charbonnet on a, on ice. Whoa. Don't drink Chardonnay with ice. That would be bad. Although I know people who do that. It terrifies me. Yeah. Welcome to South Dakota, everyone. But DK Metcalf here. I think this is the guy I kind of want to start highlight. If he's healthy and he's good to go here, four and a half receptions is a broken number on him. But... Plus 120 at bet 365 is very different than plus 106 on FanDuel. So this is kind of on the outside looking in as well. I don't want to have every game have a like from it. This is positive expected value as well. Okay, when you have 14 games on a slate, I hope I can find you one bet that stands out with at least positive expected value of some type. Just matters how large your bankroll is, how much you want to be exposed to one specific day, and then you can kind of find that approach from there. And hey, OS can help you with all of that. Odd Trapper here, the tool itself will tell you exactly how much you should be betting based on your bankroll on each specific play based on the OS rating. Yes, that is a beautiful thing that I want to get to in more in depth here, especially as I start getting into the TikTok world. DK Metcalf over four and a half receptions. I will never do that again. 
This is one of the like sneaky good spots, like amazing, amazing spots. Now, the one thing I did fire up when I was over in this parts of Iowa was as soon as I saw Russell Wilson was going to be benched for Jared Stidham, I did my due diligence. I went back and I watched two starts that Jared Stidham had last season. One went really, really well. One went not so well. It's surprising to me, at least, that the one that went really, really well was when he was in a Vegas Raiders jersey against San Francisco. It was incredible how good he looked as I was watching the tape. And I'm not a big, like, go back and watch the tape guy. I like to, on Sundays, hey, you can't watch every single game at once. You can go to, you know, do what everybody does. And NFL Red Zone, I do the same thing. But, you know, doing the All-22 and doing all the other things, do your due diligence. If there's something you're curious about, go back and watch stuff. And obviously, easy for me, you know, working here, doing whatever else. Hey, I need a fine tape on whomever. I need to get that film or I need a. I'm saying this as if I'm a football coach. I'm just freaking gambling on these guys. But uh, wanted to be able to go out and watch Jared Stidham and what he did against San Francisco. And I got to say, there's a lot of reasons that I think Sean Payton should be excited about this switch from Russell Wilson to Jared Stidham. It's really the reason that they did it. He looked freaking spectacular against San Francisco, uh, poised in the pocket, was getting pressured, obviously, but didn't matter whatsoever. And that was a very serviceable defense, obviously. The next week, not so good. Not so good. But he's had an entire season to sit, watch, wait. And now he gets a Chargers team with no Brandon Staley. He gone facing Easton Stick and company. The only thing I'm really worried about is can the Chargers keep this remotely close? Well, the spread tells you they can. Plus three and a half here. Been bet down from six and a half to three and a half. It's weird to me that the marketplace is so off on Jared Stidham. And I guess maybe this is going to end up being a blind spot for me on this card. It is what it is. It's going to be something is a huge blind spot for me in DFS. But there's two pieces of news that I want you to be paying very close attention to because this could change how much you feel comfortable as you person, the viewer, the one watching and trusting me with your money. I'm just saying you got Marvin Mims questionable with a hamstring now. And you got Jerry Judy questionable with a sickness now. Those are two really important players because Cortland Sutton is not expected to be suiting out uh, whatsoever. I've already been ruled out here on Friday's practice report with that concussion. So I don't know if I want Lil Jordan Humphrey and Brandon Johnson to be the guys that I'm relying on here in this spot. Adam Troutman? Is Greg Dulcich on the IR still? I mean, this is just so disgusting. Oh, Lucas Krull looked all right to me last week, even though they lost that football game and we bet against them and it was beautiful. But I want to just at least put it out there that Jared Stidham is somebody on my radar. Easton Stick is not. But Jared Stidham, over one and a half passing touchdowns. I bet it. If you want to join me, I was able to get plus 235. It's down to plus 210 at bet 365. And even at plus 195 at bet MGM, I think it's all right. But again, if you don't have Judy... And Mims in there. Mims, I'm really excited to see what he can do unchained from Russell Wilson because he hated him, apparently. And also, there's no Cortland Sun this week. But I want those two guys in to really make this like a bona fide thumbs up. Otherwise, it could get a very meager thumbs up. But the plus money, it's awfully nice. If you have bet 365, you're doing it wrong not to get better than plus 200 on this, barring what happens with their injury statuses. We've reached the lock portion of the program. And I'm just going to say, this is going to be a remember me spot. I'm going to throw it out there. It's now dropped to six and a half, and now it's doing exactly what I was hoping. Cincinnati, no Joe Burrow, who owns Arrowhead and, you know, Burrowhead and whatever the heck, let, whatever. Joe Burrow is pretty good at football, but guess what? Kansas City, they're better. They're, they're really, really good. 
They haven't played like it. This offense has been very monotonous and probably the first time under Andy Reid, even going back to like Alex Smith, who from a game management perspective was doing just enough. But like, this is definitely something that's alarming, at least for Kansas City, but it speaks more to the fact that even with like Kadarius Tony, who I know Travis Kelsey has his back, listen to the podcast, it is what it is, but he's going to be out here for this one, Kadarius Tony, that is. And then you've got a wide receiver room where you had to get Rashi Rice on the field nonstop. Nice to see that. And Justin Watson's starting to get ramped up a little bit here as well, mainly because it's not panned out for Marquez Valdez-Scanling, as sad as that is, coming from Green Bay over to Kansas City. Richie James, I think he's a freak athlete. Good punt returner once upon a time in San Francisco. That's going to kind of be his role here as well. But there's really nothing in terms of skill position players. Now, the running back position is very, very interesting here. It's the only reason I'm not recommending this from a spread perspective. It's dropped a half point and probably for good reason. Probably for good reason. Pacheco, he is questionable here with that concussion slash shoulder. He's got to get off of both of those issues. But then Clyde Edwards-Alaire popped up on Friday. He's got a rumbly in his tumbly. He's got an illness. Not sure how bad of an illness. Again, some guys get Donovan Mitchell illnesses where they miss four NBA games like he just did over the course of the last week and a half. Other people, they can play through it instantly and it's no big deal. They really need somebody. Otherwise, it's going to be a healthy dose of Keontae Ingram, who's on their practice squad. And then LaMichael Ryan, who actually showed up there in week 16 for like one snap. So really good stuff. But here's the thing. You know who I didn't bring up yet? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes is going to get beat to a pulp, an absolute pulp against the Cincinnati team that is giving up the second most yards to the tight end position here, the second most fantasy points, if anybody gives a shit about that as well. Uh, I do. I do. I do. Some of you play in your playoffs. I, you do too. This is such an unbelievable smash spot. So I don't care if Taylor Swift is in the stands or not. I think those splits are pretty dumb and don't be one of those people. Just be one of the people who bet Travis Kelsey at minus 140 over five and a half receptions. If you had this number earlier in the season, you would have jammed this to the moon. And this is recency bias at its finest. And here's the thing, the same way that I locked in 36 and a half, 35 and a half passing attempts there, and we were able to cash in those, the New England one was at a brilliant second half. I don't think Kansas City can effectively run against anybody unless Pacheco gets his ass back there. So. We're going to be waiting on that one, but it doesn't matter. There's going to be plenty of opportunity. Teams have been doubling Kelsey, doing whatever else. So people can call him Wash, say he wants to retire, say he doesn't care, but just watch. Travis Kelsey is going for a bajillion on Sunday. So prepare yourself. I'm going to also take his alt 100 plus. So it's going to be fun times. Travis Kelsey over five and a half receptions though. Minus 140 at ESPN. First time I've given them a shout out here on this program. Oh, that's the best book. ESPN bet. Check it out. And the last play, oh, smash the like button because again, a lot of analysis here. And now I'm fucking okay, Apple Mouse. Green Bay, Minnesota. Hey, I'm in a bad mood. Why am I? Well, Jariah Hall is going to be starting for a football team. I'm not thrilled. Now, obviously, injuries play a big part in what's happened here for this freaking Vikings team. And it's just brutal. And we haven't been able to run a football effectively until Ty Chandler showed up. And by the time he did, it was too damn late. It's too late, baby. Alexander Madison needed to be out there for certain passing down situations, if not just to protect Kirk Cousins, who, uh, if anybody remembers last season, got obliterated. Well, this season, he was playing unbelievable football. And then, of course, how bad can you possibly run as a Vikings fan? Answer as bad as humanly possible and yeah so kirk cousins is out then we go get josh dobbs we start hall he gets binged up 
Dobbs comes in, plays unbelievable. And now, on the back of Skid, like, a little loss, loss, loss. Well, might as well just develop Hall, see if there's anything there, mainly because Nick Mullins, he sure ain't it either. But Green Bay, coming off of a pretty disappointing loss to Carolina, completely shot themselves in the foot there. Obviously, the NFC North was long and gone. Detroit had that one locked up long ago. But Green Bay... Trying to play themselves into some kind of contention here. It's kind of wild. Aaron Jones got back into the mix. That's good for them. Good news, because I find him to be very important to the complexion of this offense. But the only thing that I like is just Jordan Love to go throw it all the way around the lot. Minnesota's defense, which said they really hadn't faced anybody in a hot second. And it's one of those things where you kind of know your football team better than most people do. So people who don't like to bet their teams, you just have to be honest about what you're betting and why you're betting it. You can be honest about how bad your defense is. And yeah, do I think that we have been much improved in recent weeks? Absolutely. But in a dome in Minnesota, going to be a lot of Packers fans there. Always are mixed amongst everybody there in U.S. Bank Stadium. This is a spot where Jordan Love is going to go nuclear. 241 and a half passing yards. Not going to lock it if only because there are some wonky game scripts. Again, they're actually one-point dogs, which I'm a little bit surprised to. And a, a man stronger than myself would be firing up their money line in addition to Jordan Love going out and throwing it around the lot. But I feel pretty confident that 239.1 per game here has been getting better and better and more acclimated until that Carolina kind of collapse. Wasn't all his fault. He had a rushing touchdown, two passing touchdowns. It is what it is. But nearly 3,600 yards now through the air for Jordan Love this season. Good stuff from the uh, technically rookie because this is his first year playing. But... I want to be invested. 241 and a half passing yards. I like it. Odd Shopper likes it. Plus 110 is the number you're getting over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, shop for the best lines. Sign up using promo code Lindy down there. It's 12 bucks a week then. 12 bucks a week to get the best. If you're doing $20 a bet and you're not double checking with the market-based approach, or if you're not asking me questions in Discord, you're probably doing it wrong. So do all of those things. And I'll see you here for week 18. Let's get going. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. So you know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays that exist here on the board for this lovely slate that we have before us on Sunday. Again, week 17. It's insane to think that we're nearing the end of our boarding walk. Wildcard weekend is going to be wild, to say the very least. Going to be bringing you some special editions here of the Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. It's going to be awesome. Maybe have to do some showdown-specific ones because I'm sure there's going to be news. And I know that they, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, it's the best time of the year. I know uh, January 15th, I'll be at the DraftKings Sportsbook in Scottsdale, Arizona, hanging out. You want to come kick it with me for Monday Night Football? I shall be there. Going to be awesome. Yeah, sh sh throw out my location. There you go. Going to be awesome stuff. It'd be awesome if you guys checked out BetMGM. If you checked out Odd Shopper, going to be awesome all the way around. But that's going to do it for me here. I feel pretty good about the card here this week. Weird did not see any time touchdowns there on it. A uh, little, little couple of these long... New England, that's going to be a weird one to start off the card. But let's get ourselves the heck up out of here. Tons of football on Sunday. Tons of football later here as the season goes along. We're nowhere near the end, friends. And then the NBA, Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. Check us out every single Monday through Friday. Awesome. Thank you, producer Jacob, per usual. Long one today, but always was going to be on a slate of this size. Until next time, friends, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NFL streets on Sunday.